Hi everyone and welcome to Clocking In. My name's Lathan MB and today we are going to be talking everything skincare with Diane Reed Hamilton, CEO of Former Beauty and Wellbeing. Hi Diane, how are you doing? Hi, I'm all good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. So let's get, let's get right into it. What made you interested in skincare? I think it's now that I've reached my early 40s, um, I just thought, you know what, I need to start looking after my skin. It's getting a bit saggier, it's, get, it's losing its elastine, it's getting a bit older, really. So I think a few years ago, I thought, I really want to learn about skin. I want to understand different types of skin um, and what to do with that. So that's when I started on my journey of thinking, right, I want to train in skincare. I want to help others feel relaxed and calm as well as tackling their skin goals to have great skin and be makeup free sometimes, you know, make your skin smoother so you don't always have to wear makeup. And then when you do wear makeup, it's a benefit because your makeup goes on a lot smoother and it just looks so much better on the camera like today hopefully <laughs> you look you look gorgeous <laughs> so okay so in an ideal world what yeah. is the perfect skincare routine you know in the morning for example like I in the morning I wake up I wash my face then I use a I have to say this right a molecular water then I use yeah. it under the eye cream and then I put on my moisturiser. Is that the right combination? Yeah, I think it's really important to start off with like a, a, a cleanser, whether that's a foaming wash or whether that's um, a gel wash, whatever suits your skin type, a toner, a moisturiser. For some of us that might have dark circles or just in general where they might be tired if they haven't had a good sleep, then a good under eye cream as well mm. as a moisturiser. What I would probably say the key thing is, is sun factor because that creates a beautiful barrier. When you're going out in the sun, it protects you from sun, it protects you from the wind and the cold weather. So I think as long as you stick to the basics of cleanser, toner, moisturiser and a good sun factor, then you're doing really, really well. Yeah, that's really funny that you've mentioned about the sun factor because there's a lot of controversy at the moment with people saying um, that sun factor is bad for your skin. I've seen it on a social media site this morning and obviously the comments went wild. You know, what a load of rubbish, this, that and the other. What are your views on that then? Obviously, you've just mentioned about the sun care, uh, the sunscreen. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I think with social media in general, you're always going to have um, controversial conversations about what people think is good and what people don't feel is good, really. Absolutely. I think that's in general with any product that's on the market. People will have an opinion on whether it's good or bad. Yeah. Um, but let's be honest, what's, what's really going to affect you? It's a moisturiser. It's a nice, thick moisturiser that protects your skin, if anything else, from cancer, if anything else. Yeah, sure. So I just think, you know, if who doesn't want their skin to feel nice and moisturised? Absolutely. So just from going off that, I would just definitely recommend a good sun factor 
Yeah. Forget about skincare for a minute, just in general. I just yeah. think it's really good for your skin to protect it. Yeah, and that, and that's the thing with so, so, social media. They give a lot of misinformation as well, don't they? Just for views and likes. Yeah, definitely. You're always going to have that. People have different opinions, different views and what's good and what's bad. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's important with anything to go with what feels right for you, what feels good for you and your skin as well. Yeah, that's very true. And and um, how how do you feel about men using skincare? Because obviously I use skincare because I'm on social media a lot. Um, how do you feel that men in general? Because before they'd splash a bit of water on the face and they'd be off to work. But I think now people are taking a lot more care of yourself. But in particular, men using skincare products. Yeah, definitely. I think over the generations that's changed. And I think because now we're we're working with the modern day. Previously, if you go back to years ago, maybe our parents' generation, it was a little bit of soap and water and off you go. And men were classed as having to be more macho. Uh-huh. And that didn't include having skincare yeah. years ago. I'm in a generation where why shouldn't men look after the skin? Of course we should. What's the difference between a male and female in terms of the skin? We still want our skin to feel nice. Mm -hmm. We still want to maybe reduce the fine lines and just feel confident within the self. And I think that should be the same whether you're a male or a female or just in general for everybody. Yeah, yeah, I I feel the same. It's just that I know that, you know, if I do um, a post, for example, uh, with... Uh, trying out some new new fad, for example, as you know, the yeah. flaxseed uh, yeah, fla- flaxseed gel mask is is all the fad at the moment. And I did some videos on that, and the amount of stick that I got in the comments from people saying, "Why are you doing that for? Why are you using skincare?" It's craziness, isn't it? And I think, again, on social media, you're all going to get different people's opinions, whether that's because they want more views themselves um, or or just to comment sometimes. And that's why I feel that you have to do what's best for you. And I think skincare is for everybody, in my opinion. I feel that skincare is for everybody. You know, my husband is, you know, I use him as... um, to practice on if I've got uh-huh. any treatment coming out, and he loves a good he loves a good facial. Yeah, and, and actually, until I did facials, he wasn't interested. Yeah, and once I started doing facials, he'll go to me now. Oh, Dad, can you come here and um, I've got some blackheads coming in my nose or my skin needs refreshing. Can you come and give me a facial? Yeah, and uh, just talking about facials, what is your signature facial at Former Beauty? So Reformer Signature Facial is like a mixture of cleanses, toners, moisturisers, serums. Uh It's got my own twist on it. You have a nice massage. Uh We have a beautiful treatment called the Eyes Close, which helps cool down your skin. I think with the Reformer Signature Facial, what I wanted is someone to have refreshed and brighter skin. Yeah. But also feel relaxed and calm. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's why I pride myself in calling myself more of a, a luxury um, facial lady. And that's not luxury in price as such. Yeah. But I just want people to come into my my treatment room 
and feel like they've had a brilliant experience. I want mm. them to feel at peace, relaxed, calm, mm. yeah. and come back. You know, it's nice to see clients' faces when they say, oh, it looks so much brighter, so much more glowy. And I think more than anything, that's what I pride myself in. And with former the former signature facial, I wanted to do something that was affordable for people. Exactly. But where, but where they could still get that same luxury facial experience. And in my opinion, I think it's a fantastic treatment. Yeah, well, I, I know it is because I've had it done myself with you. Um, yeah. And uh, as we were talking about price, um, what's uh, uh, an average price of, of a treatment? Just a, just an average. I'd say an average. Yeah, I'd say an average price is between thirty-five and forty within forty pound within myself. Yeah. Um, and and like I say, I do do offers as well for for because I understand that people can't always afford to put the money aside for a, a facial or a treatment. Although yeah. it's very important, people mm-hmm. with the current cost of living. And people prioritise the money on bills, gas, and, you know, the worry that comes with that. So I wanted something that was affordable. That's why I tend to put offers on as well, so that uh-huh. to try and do for people that can't afford it where they're able to come in then. Yeah, sure. And how, and how, how often would you say they should be having a, a treatment on their face? Yeah, I think if you've definitely got a skin concern yeah. or something that you're trying to tackle, such as like hyperpigmentation or um, scarring or acne, then I would definitely recommend being consistent of four to six weeks. Every four to six weeks. Every four to six weeks, yeah. I mean, that is recommended anyway by myself. Yeah. But if you look after your skin at home, yeah, and of course you're able to go a little bit longer, but... I guess what I'm saying is the more you look after your skin at home, the more you'll see the quicker results as well and that consistency within your within your skin. Yeah, sure. And talking about skincare at home, um, now I'm just trying to find the right words to put this across. Do you think the more expensive products against the more budget-friendly products? Because as we know, everybody's on a budget. Um, so these cheaper products against the more expensive ones, what do you think about that? Do you think so long as that you're doing a skincare, it's okay? Or, or what are your, what are your views on that? Cause I know everybody's going to go well for this question. They're going to say, well, you know, I can only afford this or I can afford this luxury product. Is, is there really any difference? Very good question. Yeah, of course there's a difference. Um, (laughs) Of course there's a difference because what you use within a salon is um, medically graded. So the ingredients that you get is is going to be stronger than what you might buy from, um, say, boots or super drugs. Having said that, though, that doesn't mean to say that the stuff that you buy in boots and super drugs is, 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 is no good because it is. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I think anything is better than doing nothing. So I think you still have very good products within Number 7, within CeraVe. Yeah. Um, there's just lots of good products out there on the high street that you can buy. And as long as you're consistent with your cleanser, tone, moisturiser, looking after your skin, you yeah. will still get very good results in time. 
Yeah, so, so that's what I was. That's what I was more concerned about because people say, um, "Oh, I can't afford skincare," you know, for example, yeah. or "That's too expensive for me." Um, so I wanted to just see, you know, these high street products are, you know, suffice on a daily basis to to keep your skin looking healthy and well. Yeah, 100%. There's some very good products on the high street. You know, the ordinary products, as I said earlier, the CoV products, they're all reasonably priced yeah. and they're all, good, they're all good for your skin. You know, I've used those products in the past myself. Yeah. Um, and actually, I still use them sometimes myself in between using my medical grade facial stuff on myself. I yeah. still use the high street projects as, um, products as well. Yeah, yeah, because I, I tend to use a lot of high street products unless somebody's kind enough to send me some and then I'll try them out, um, you know, so and this is what I was getting at because, you know, like I said, people always say, but I can't afford it, but if you can, you know, you can buy a, a moisturiser, as we all know, from supermarket chains for £2. Home bargain. Home, Home and Bargain in, in the UK you know. is fantastic. Aldi yeah. do some fantastic products. Yes. Um, and Aldi's been tested and quite been proven. Their moisturiser has been proven to be really good, good moisturiser. I haven't tried that personally myself, but I know yeah. it has been tried and tested by a lot of people and they <laughs> actually recommend that. So definitely don't rule out using high street stuff and cheaper products. It's more about that consistency with anything. It's about consistency and yeah. having a good good skin routine you know you've got your skin for the rest of your life from a young age to elderly it's yeah. really important to look after it and that doesn't always mean going and getting those expensive brands yeah and would you say it's a good idea say for example you do um one month with a certain brand and then is it okay to switch up or do you recommend that you keep using the same brand consistently i think again another good question i think in terms of brands there's again lots of statistics out there isn't there that every so often you should change the brand that you use yeah and um, me personally i think it's changing what works for your skin and the skin concern so and what i mean by that is in winter months you'll mm -hmm. need richer moisturizer more hydrated moisturizer <laughs> within the evening so I would say work on how your skin is and how it changes through the seasons. Yeah. And get the product that works for that. I mean, me personally, um, I don't use all one brand. Yeah, yeah. If I'm being, if I'm being truthful. Mm -hmm. And even within my treatment room, I won't use all one brand. I use brands from Clinicare. I use brands from another company called Serapharma. I use lots of different ones that I feel are good products and that will suit my clientele's needs. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, now, just give us a bit of an insight of what other treatments you do. Yeah, so within Format, I do everything in terms of all skincare. So I've got um, a microneedling, which is no, also known as skin um, collagen induction therapy. Yeah. And that's where it's like small pin-like, sort of small needles that insert the dermis lay yeah. off your skin and mm -hmm. um, that's normally used for hyperpigmentation or some scarring mm -hmm. however it gives a fantastic glow yeah um, you can't see it today because i've got my got makeup on but i've been using that in particular with myself to get rid of some pigmentation at the side of my face and some sun damage yeah 
um, from sunbathing too much over the years. That's a really <laughs> I think we've all done that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fantastic treatment for that, a nice um, rejuvenated glow, and it allows the products to penetrate into your skin a little bit more. Okay. And now, just got... just one just one second. Sorry to interrupt you, but while we're on okay. the subject, while we're on the subject of microneedling, let's just take a look at one of your videos with myself being microneedling needled. <laughs> Come with me for the microneedling treatment at Former Beauty and Wellbeing. I'm going in, guys. Wish me luck. video and I also do like an LED which is a light therapy treatment that has different um, clear lights on it and it target is different targets different skin concerns so you know that's a really good treatment if somebody's got some bruising or they've been in, in an accident or falling whatever reason it'll help bring the bruising down and it also helps with skin concerns such as acne and pigmentation as well yeah i've heard um, I've heard a lot of good things about the led light treatment yeah i think because a lot of sports therapists use it as well for injuries oh i see um, okay. so, yeah so that's probably where you've heard a lot of it as well um and you've probably seen a lot of people with their own home mask on with led treatment it's really good for that boost in the skin yeah yeah okay um that's a fan like uh, I do a hydrofacial treatment, which is great. It's almost like a vacuum that sucks all the dead and dirt from your skin, <laughs> and then sort of, sort of like pumps goodness back into your skin. Okay. Um, that's another fantastic treatment for a nice glowy skin. Okay. Yeah. Um. What else do I do? I do so many different treatments. Chemical mm. peel. Again, you would normally only have a chemical peel if you are sort of targeting a skin concern. I mean, some people like it anyway, but me personally, I would say if you're trying to target something like acne scarring, then that's when you would go more for your chemical peel. Yeah, and all, all of these treatments, you'd have sort of like, like you said before, every four to six weeks, depending on your skin conditions. Yeah, depending on your skin conditions. And that's all why a consultation is important. Yeah, I think so. We can test the products to suit your individual skin need, and also to review that every time that you do come to make sure that it is working for you. You are getting the desired outcome that you want. Yeah, yeah, of um, course. And I also do the famous dermoplaning. Um, I'm sure you've seen okay. it around where you see people with the blade. I think that goes crazy on social media where you see people with the blade. Uh -huh. Um. It is, I will say, guys, it is important that you do go with a skin specialist to do it. Yeah. Um, because what you do find when you do it yourself, it's not the same um, utensil that you use. It's not the same blade that you use as you would in the salon. You know, people in the salon are trained to do that. 
Um, and that's great for getting rid of peach fuzz. No, you won't come back like really hairy. I think I'm going to grow extra hair. No, you won't come back. Okay. Really so what, what, what did you call that? Dermoplaning. Dermoplaning. So that's like, yeah. uh, well, it's great. It's like a blade. Like a blade. Yeah. That, okay. All right. And, and it gets that, is that, skin. Yeah. It gets rid of skin and those peach fuzz hair. Um, so it gives a lovely, smooth, smooth finish. Yeah. And for example, could you have that treatment if you'd got acne or severe acne? So you can't have it when you've got active acne. Because if you imagine, if you've got active, um, active acne or um, a pimple or a spot that's broken out and then someone goes over with a blade... What's going to happen is all that bacteria is going to spread over to the other part, and you're probably going to end up with a bigger problem than what you did before. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that right choose, now. Choose your practitioner that you go to. Choose your practitioner that you go to. And even if you, even if you, you know, I'm doing it at home, but if you do, because we can all be rebellious, of course, <laughs> <laughs> then if you do, then please don't go over any um, active acne or spots. Uh -huh. or, broke, or broken skin even. Or broken skin, yeah, because it will just cause more damage than good. It won't get the outcome that you want. Mm. Okay, so what would you say um, contributes to having good skin? I mean, obviously, you've got all these wonderful products out there, but there's, there's other things which can contribute, isn't there, to having good skin? Yeah, definitely. So as we said earlier about a consistent skin routine, yeah, um, definitely um, drinking lots of water helps hydrate the skin, Yeah, helps it feel more plump, better, helps with under eye circles as well, dark circles under your eye, um, a, a, a balanced diet, shall I say. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we all so like I say a healthy diet. <laughs> Anybody that knows me knows I'm a foodie. <laughs> I'm not always healthy, but I would say... Say balanced diet. Yeah, a balanced diet. Because that helps your skin. Because without being harsh, sometimes what you put in your gut can come out in your skin. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, if you eat more greasy food, it's known. If you, um, it's known. I've known it with myself. If I have more McDonald's or Chinese takeaways or Indian takeaways or food that's more processed, I will come out in a breakout. Yeah, and also cutting back on the alcohol. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, alcohol is a massive, massive factor in terms of skincare. Naturally, it causes a lot of redness. It causes a lot of dryness to your skin. Mm -hmm. You know, particularly if you're drinking to dependent levels as well, because it's taking all the nutrients out of your body. Yeah, yeah. And that's not going anywhere. So water is definitely key. Some people think with alcohol, well, I'm drinking alcohol, so it's fluids. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I could imagine. Yeah, well, no. The alcohol takes the fluids out of your out of your body, which is then taken out of your skin. It's dehydrating everything, um, and that's why sometimes you'll see people with broken skin, really dry, sore looking, and um, red skin. And it's because it's just dehydrated, needs some hydration, and, yeah. and that's where you need water. And what people say, the good old um, fashioned cucumber in your water, it's, it's really good for your skin. Really good for your skin. As well as like changing pillowcases regular, uh -huh. um, your your sponges or your flannels, changing them regular because if you're wiping off makeup and you're not washing them regular or changing or your hair's oily 
from grey mousse, whatever. Yeah, yeah. going onto your skin at that. Of course, I mean, and, and a lot of people wouldn't think about that, would they? Just a simple thing like changing your pillowcase because no. you know, your face is on there every night and your hair, whether it be greasy or all the products that you've put in in, in your hair is on your pillowcase. So it stands to reason, doesn't it? Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, naturally, we touch our face, we touch our hair, we touch our face. You know, we're we're cooking, we're doing family life, relationship life, mm -hmm. kids, whatever we're doing. All that is touching things on the side, grit, dirt, bacteria, whatever it may be. All that is transferring to your skin. Yeah, so it's it's obviously best to limit what how you're touching your skin because we're all guilty, aren't we, of rubbing our eyes or just rubbing our face. So we're all guilty of that, and each time we do that. We we're transferring bacteria, aren't we? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And that's why it's important to wash your face, change your pillars, change your, your flange sponges. Just take that bit of extra care. As you, as we were saying earlier, not everybody can afford skincare. Yeah. If we change small things like that, that will all, and drink some water, do those little changes, your skin, you will definitely start to see a difference. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get that, to be honest. I really get that. Um, so let's just narrow that down. So good sleep, drinking, drinking lots of uh, water. Yeah, cucumber if you don't like it or lemon or something in it if you don't just like water. Yeah, uh, so changing your bedding, pillowcases, which is going to help, yes. and washing out your flannels, your your makeup brushes, of course. Makeup, yeah. Make regular. Water. Yeah, we're doing those regular, and they'll all start to help your skin improve. And, and obviously, a good uh, a skincare routine. A good skincare routine, and like I said, even if it's starting with the the basics or you know high street products, cheaper products, just something that's done. Yes, it's not going to be the same that's in a salon but it's, it's better than nothing. It's going to help you. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and what's your go-to product? As soon as you get up in the morning, what's your go-to product? Concealer for my eye bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> as soon as I, as soon as I wake up. Hopefully you can't see them at the moment, but they're normally <laughs> no, like bulges. Yeah, yeah. Normally boards it out, but no. Um, in terms of skincare, the, it, it's like face wash and storm cream is the, my main go-to. I, I yeah. can't leave the house without um, having a face wash, some under eye cream and some moisturiser at least. Uh, yeah, um, that's I what, a, is that, would you say, the bare minimum to wash your face and moisturise? No. Yeah, that's the bare minimum that I would do. Obviously, I'd like to follow my skin routine all the time and do everything, cleanse, tone, moisturise, serums, face mask and all that. But, you know, when you're going to work and you're rushing and you've got family life, relationship life and all those things, it's not always possible to spend five, ten minutes to, you know, start a skincare routine and start massaging your face in the morning to stop mm. these wrinkles mm. coming and pushing all the... <laughs> Firming up my face and putting them in the right places. <laughs> it's not always possible, but bare minimum for me, bit of eye cream, bit of moisturiser, face wash. Yeah, okay. And, uh, and as regards to uh, taking off makeup, uh, what would you say is a, a pretty good product to do you wash it off with 
soap and water, for example, or do you use uh, something to take it off with? What is a, you know, a, an average price, pretty good um, moisture that uh, 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 you take off your makeup with? Yeah, I mean, for myself, I used to years and years ago before I got into skincare, I used to use the good old face wipes. Uh, <laughs> All okay. it does. All it does is moisturise the makeup back in your skin, back in your skin, back in your skin, and never really truly comes out. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever noticed, you could spend 10 minutes, um, 10 wipes and 10 minutes getting it off. Yeah. And it doesn't ever go. So what I'd use now is a thing called a halo pad. It's almost like a, um, what's it called? like a fiber like a microfiber sponge thing they're called halo pads you can also get a, a, um, a more affordable version as well on amazon uh-huh. and that literally so i use my normal um face wash first um, and then i go in with the halo pad which is literally just water on the pad and you just rub it around your face mm-hmm. and i kid you not if you try and put a wipe over your face after you will not have makeup that comes off on it. Really? Yeah. And and actually, you don't actually have to do the face wash before. You can go out and night out, come, out, come home, wet the sponge, and just rub it over your face, all over your face, and you'll find that that gets majority of your, well, all of your makeup off for me. Wow, because I, I, I know a lot of people uh, double and triple cleanse, don't they? They take it off with one thing, then they take it off with another, then they take it off with another. But it seems a bit pointless now you just mentioned that. That product sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's really, I, I, for me personally, I find that really, really brilliant. And also you can wash it afterwards so that obviously you get all the makeup out of it. If it's anything like me, you wear a lot of thick, I wear a lot of thick makeup on a night out. <laughs> <laughs> so you can imagine how much bags of wipes I went through when I was using wipes. Oh, uh, yeah. But I mean, I said, you know, wipes are good enough, aren't they? Yeah, I think if you've got, no, if you've got nothing else, of course you can use, you can use wipes. I've just found for me that the halo... Pad. I found those pads. Someone, rec- I think it was a makeup artist. I seen it on a makeup artist's website. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, where have these been all my life?" <laughs> but again, if I didn't have a pad, you know, I would I would wash my face with my cle- double cleanse moisture tone until it's all gone off as well. Fabulous, fabulous. So if you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like, comment and share it with your besties. Now, now, Diane, I know we've only just scratched at the surface with talking about skincare, but let's go to some questions from my broadcast channel on Instagram. Is that okay? Yeah, of course it is. Okay, so um, the first one is from Kate. And she's saying, my nine-year-old daughter has asked for skincare products. What should she use, if anything? Good old-fashioned soap and water. Nah. I mean, <laughs> it's, important, it's important to teach the younger generation how to look after their skin from now. Now, so in terms of what we spoke about earlier, a gentle cleanser, toner, moisturiser, most importantly, again, SPF. 
yeah. to protect the little one's skin. Now, you don't need any loads of active, strong ingredients or acids or anything like that. I'm talking about very basic, gentle skincare, maybe for something that's sensitive skin, but just very gentle with maybe natural ingredients, actually, natural ingredients gentle face wash toner moisturizer and sunscreen just because that's important for everyone okay thank you so much this one's from andy and he's saying uh, it's a she actually uh, what options exist uh for uh oh dear let me just read that again what options exist if i'm allergic to common skincare products so first question I would say is, do you know what product you're actually allergic to? Because yeah. that's important because if you don't, then I would check, suggest getting an allergy test and an intolerance test because normally it's normally something that we're eating or having or doing that can cause an allergic reaction. And the reason okay. why I say that is because it shouldn't stop you from having a skincare routine but what it would do is rule out using certain products. So your skincare professional will be able to check with their supplier to make um, sure what's in the product is suitable for you to use on your skin. Okay, good. If that makes sense. So what I would say is if you've got any problems, Andy, drop me a message um, if you want to ask anything more personal or whether you know what it's relating to and then we can I can advise you a little bit better there. Okay, and just just uh, where just let everybody know where they can get hold of you. Oh yeah, so I'm on Instagram at former dot beauty and wellbeing, uh -huh. and then I'm also on Facebook at former beauty and wellbeing, and the same on TikTok, TikTok former beauty and wellbeing. Okay, and you've just started your TikTok account, haven't you? Literally, yeah, the last probably few days or something. Okay, good. So they, they can they can they can go and give you a follow on there. But I will yeah. your information uh, down below so everybody can get hold of you. On to the <laughs> next one. This one's from Chloe. Um, Hi, Chloe. I think we covered this earlier, but she's saying, "What is the best product for taking off makeup?" Yeah. So again, my advice would be if you can. Then the Halo, what we call Halo Skin Pad, um, it's like a microfiber sponge and that you can just use water and wipe it over your face and it really gets your makeup off good. Okay. Amazon and other brands, I think even Super, I think even Primark do their own version of it. I haven't tried and tested those ones, but I'm sure they're just as good. But honestly, it's a game changer. Um, I find it a game changer. And anyway. I'm sure everybody is going to be rushing down to Primark to get their bargains. <laughs> yes, definitely. Tag, tag, tag me in your post if you let me know how you get on. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, this one is from Taylor. And they want to know, what's the best skincare money-saving life hacks? But I think you've already answered that question. <laughs> Money saving life hacks. Mm. Yeah, definitely the Halo sponge uh -huh. pad. Yeah, but the Primark's version. Using high street products. 
Um, you can make your own, as you've seen with you, you can make your own flaxseed. That's right, yeah. Um, so if it's those people that can't like sort of afford going to a high street, and um, but then you can use a lot of natural products. I know at the moment I'm seeing a lot about the banana skin on TikTok. Ah, yeah, that's absolutely right. The b- banana yeah. skin peel. It's you save the peel and then, rub- and then rub it over your face. I've seen a lot of that myself. So you know, any natural. So for example. Natural oils are, are good for your skin anyway. Mm-hmm. So you can normally get them at a reasonable price pounds. You know, so if anything, they're like quick skin hacks. Make up your own products. Use the banana skin. Just little just little things like that, really. And, and also keep your eye on social media because they, they come up with some fantastic cheaper alternatives to skincare, don't they? Yeah. I think it's hard when you say skin hack because it's kind of like, you have to be consistent with your skincare to get the results, whether that's a, a high street brand, whether that's a medical grade brand. So yeah. it's hard to say there's a hack. But as we know, with TikTok, social media, the flaxseed um, mask and facials pick their own their own their own skincare as well. That'd be free of charge. You just suit, you know, search the the internet and they'll give you things trial and error. That, that, not that I'm saying be mindful though because I'm not responsible for any reactions that anyone comes out with <laughs> exactly yeah you've got to be very careful when you're doing any kind of skincare um that for obvious reasons allergic reactions and things like that so yeah. let's move on this is from I think it's pronounced um Osmari I believe um this is a really good question actually and uh, they go on to say, does this, uh, does your skin colour affect the skin products you should use? Should or so, should again, very, Yeah, very good question. What people say, or even I would say sometimes, is that you generally would look at the skin concern yeah. rather than the actual skin product, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. However, being dual heritage myself... There's certain things that if you've got darker skin tones that might not be suited for somebody that's got lighter skin. Yeah. For example, within black skin in general, you know, we scar a lot easier. Uh-huh. And we're more prone to dark circles and hyperpigmentation. So you might have to change the product that you use based on that. Right. Rather okay. than the colour of your skin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 I thought that was a very, very interesting question. Yeah, it is a good. It is. A, I suppose it goes back to n- not one size fits all again. Tailoring your skincare, whether it's down to your um, different complexions, and also the concern of your skin as well. What mm-hmm. depending on what you're doing. So that's why it's important that you have an individual consultation to go through that and see what's suited for for your type of skin. Okay. All right. And this one's from Mika. Uh, What's your average... Ah, this one's for me and for you, actually. Uh, Mika's saying, uh, what's your average skincare day look like, Lathan and Diane? Uh, Do you want to go first? (laughs) I think I mentioned earlier, didn't I? A little bit bit of um, what... A little bit of concealer, moisturiser, at the bare minimum. Bare minimum. But if you're talking about in general, I would follow. 
a proper routine of um, face wash, toner, bit of face serum, mm -hmm. moisturizer, and SPF, the more important. So I would follow that day and night. I might change it at night time, especially now the winter months, for like I said earlier, richer moisturizer to hydrate my skin throughout the night. So I would change it towards in the night. And depending on my skin concern at the time, I might change the products up depending <coughs> if I've got pigmentation. I might change the product that I use. If my eyes are more puffy, I might focus more around um, treatments that help support and hydrate the under eye with it being the thinner part of your, the mm -hmm. face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and for me, I when I wake up, I wash my face with a foaming um, gentle face wash then i what do i do i put some eye bag cream on of course <laughs> when you get to a small age you need a little bit of an eye bag cream uh then i have uh, my molecular um uh cleansing water and then a moisturizer and in the evening yeah. i just switch it up to a, a night cream yes good Okay. I'm glad to see that you're following a routine. Oh, always. I've been following a routine since I was about 15. Um, so, yeah. And that's because I had, re I had bad, skin when I, uh, bad, skin, bad skin when I was younger. So, you know, yeah. a lady, the best advice that this lady gave to me was to, look, cleanse, tone, moisturise. And ever since that day, I think it was only about 14, Ever since that day, I've always stuck to it. Okay, who do we have? Yeah, definitely. Sorry? And going, sorry, going back to what you said as well, it's also important to exfoliate, depending on your skin and whether it's um, sensitive or not. But exfoliate, even if it's just once a week, to get rid of, get under and get rid of all that dead skin and refresh your skin, it's really important because a lot of people follow a routine but then never exfoliate as well. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to put a face mask on or of uh, some kind of exfoliant at least once yeah. a month at least definitely okay this one is from thomas uh what are some of the bad habits that make the skin significantly worse <coughs> so the picking of your skin yeah it's a big 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 no I know it's really hard when you've got like, <laughs> I know it's really hard when you've got, you know, if you've got um, a spot that comes up or, mm -hmm. or some, you know, naturally we like to pick our skin. But no, it just spreads bacteria and it all just goes onto your face. And it's just, yeah, basically it's just not good. Um, again, we mentioned earlier about changing your pillowcases and changing your, your sponges things like that uh -huh. again it just boils down to really not touching your face it's it's just a big no yeah as mi minimal as you can yeah basically get that bacteria away from your face stop that dirt and up into you clogging all your pores um again it, the we spoke about makeup and things like that earlier just making sure that you're not um putting too much makeup on your face and clogging up those pores even more because then that can spread bacteria again, cause more spots, and it's just not good for your skin. Okay, so don't pick your skin, guys and girls. Yeah, definitely. Okay, the next question. Uh, well, just a few more, so uh, I know you've got... Fake tan, sorry. Fake tan as well. That's another one. We all love some 
baked hopefully we want to fill up one holiday but make sure you're washing it off properly because again all that's another thing that really clogs up your cores and causes like um spots acne and your skin not to be smooth as smooth yeah, as you yeah. okay mo- mo- moving on we have one from chrissy and they say uh what would you say keeps the skin feeling the most refreshed Oh, again, following a good routine, cleansed home moisturizer, um, a good hydrate. It, it depends on what you want for your skin, really. But if you want it more refreshed and brighter, a good hydrating moisturizer. Right. Okay. All right. And uh, Sorry, just uh, water, 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 water. A drink water. Yeah. Okay. Drink and water. this one's for, this one's from Henry. Uh, ah, okay. This is going around as well, actually, on social media. Uh, Henry wants to know, are there real benefits from icing your face? Hmm, good question. So icing your face is good in terms of if you want to get rid of any swelling, um, like so any inflammation any swelling any wet redness anything like that icing is brilliant for that because it will sort of cool down your skin mm-hmm. i know they say things about it firming your skin making it look more refreshed making it look more glowy personally i wouldn't say that i've experienced that but what i will say is during my treatment i do use the wonderful ice globes Right, okay. Um, that's massaging techniques to sort of tighten up your skin and help it cool down and be hydrated. So, yeah, I'm going to say there's major benefits, but there's nothing, there's not anything negative to it either. Yeah, yeah, okay. And this one, um, I know, is probably going to cause a lot of controversy. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm going to put this the best way that I can. Um, without it being offensive to anybody. Um, okay. <laughs> right. Uh, I've had the, a few people ask this same question and they want to know if when a woman's on a menstrual cycle is okay. using the fluid, so to speak, as a face mask, is that good for the skin? No, not really, no. Um, Yes, again, there's been a big hype over TikTok about using your menstrual cycle, I say as it is, blood, and using that on your face and the fluids from that on your face as a face mask. No, because um, anybody that has a menstrual knows that it's classed as sort of like bad blood, like the bacteria and the mucus and everything that can build up. Yeah, yeah. So what skin specialists have said is that really that shouldn't be on your plate, on your face at all. Ah, if okay. you do want to use um, sort of natural stuff on your body, you're better off with what we call the PRP facial, the vampire facial, where they take bloods from other parts of your body where it's healthy and it's got plenty of nutrients and vitamins in, uh-huh. and then they inject that back into your into your face to give a nice natural glow. All the good stuff: collagen, hyaluronic acid back into your skin so i personally wouldn't use the your period blood on your face mm-hmm. um that's me personally <coughs> obviously I, I you know there's nothing there's no evidence to show that that's beneficial for your face yeah but, you know 
again, that's nothing against anybody that wants to do that. That's their personal choice. And if they see the benefits of them, then crack on. Crack on, yeah, exactly. It is it is one of those, you know, those funny things to talk about. But with the question being asked me in my broadcast channel, I thought, you know, why not? What better thing to bring it up to somebody who knows about skin? Oh, definitely. I think is with TikTok as well, or with that, with any social media background, we don't actually know that they are using the menstrual cycle um their period stuff on their face it's just a hat they could be using anything oh uh, well yeah and obviously for likes and follows and, and, uh, and follows, which is understandable you know but yeah so we don't actually know that but there is no evidence behind it yeah um, i'd say there's other, there's other ways i know we talk about our bodies and the stuff that's in it as being really really good for us and it is in a lot of areas there's parts of our body which has plenty of nutrients that are good for us and mm -hmm. me personally i would just i i don't think i'll be trying and testing that one anyway you know? <laughs> <laughs> if i change my mind i'll let you know and i'll post it on my TikTok. <laughs> okay uh, don't, don't forget guys if you're enjoying this podcast don't forget to tune into next week's give me a like follow and leave a message and also if you have any questions for diane from former beauty and well-being go to her page and drop her a message um because we have only scratched the surface with this podcast um but thank you very much diane for your time i know you've got a lot on uh thank you for your time and hopefully there might be a part two we never know yeah definitely anytime and thank you Thank you, Thank you much, so love. Much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so, so much. You're very welcome. See you again soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.